Welcome, everybody, to episode 11 of All In With Aqueous. I am your host, Mike Lawn Memo Minio, and welcome back, everybody. Very happy to have today's guest, bassist Evan McFadden, with us. Uh, we talked to Evan about uh, a week ago, and it was good to catch up with him, all things COVID going on, and we talked about what's going on with his life and how he's handling music and what he's eating and everything. We got all things Evan McFadden for you. So just a quick note as we get in there, Evan doesn't have all his gear at home. So we had to do, we do this uh, program called Zencaster where we're both talking almost like a Zoom call for podcasting. And he had a mic laying around he had to use. He didn't have a mic stand. So my man had to hold the mic. So you're going to hear a little bit of fidgeting, but it still sounds great. And Evan did a great job and I'm pretty excited. You will hear a doorbell go off in the middle of our interview. And someone came to say hi to me in the middle of our show. So that's on me. So before uh, we get any further, I just need to remind you that All In With Aqueous is a proud partner of the Osiris Podcast Network, which you can find at osirispod.com. We're also partnered up with Jambase. It's a pretty exciting thing with us. They do such a great job. Cover Aqueous do an incredible job doing that. And it's just been an, a really good relationship for us. So we've got great music and culture podcasts at Osiris. We talk about a couple of them here in the show, and if you're looking for any good podcasts, let me know. I can direct you to some of our cool ones. So let's get going here. This is episode 11 with Evan McFadden. So welcome, everybody, to episode 11 of All In With Aqueous. I'm your host, Mike Lon Memo Minio, and today we have a special treat for you. We have bassist. Evan McFadden following up on David Loss. Evan's going to try to take it up a notch on old Dave Loss there, the old man, the perfect man. So we are here on April 22nd, and we are right in the middle of COVID here, and Evan's been home for a while, so we're going to catch up with him. So let's introduce him, and let's see what we can do here. So Evan, welcome. How are you, buddy? Doing good, doing good. Thanks for having me. Um, First off, Dave fucks. And I won't take that away from him. You can't take that away from him. It's it's a common fact that we all know. It never will leave him. Even Dave apparently knows from our last interview. He's, he's kind of starting to believe it and throw it down on stage a little. You know, he's humble about it, though. Yeah, he is humble. <laughs> so, like, I, this is kind of a question that I know how everyone loves Dave, especially in the band. So, like... When Dave does anything crazy on stage, that has to be like one of the most awesome things for you guys, right? Yeah, it's great. Like laugh in internal laughter, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm trying to think of crazy things that he does because I feel like he's kind of secluded back there and yeah. encased in that. Yeah. So yeah, if he does ever go above and beyond that, it's always going to be like, damn. It's okay. when he rips a solo, it's kind of like the coolest thing ever because it's like, cool chill dave but yet yeah. he's incredibly talented number one so i always know he can do it at any time but uh-huh. when he does it it's also kind of like dude it's kind of like funny like just watching this dude rip <laughs> like a freaking metal head sure and yeah. he's exactly. like the kindest gentlest guy ever yeah i feel like people will look at our band and say like oh mike might be that guy or he'll do it more often or whatnot but i feel like now we have a good balance and then Dave will do it, and it kind of, I definitely will take people by surprise. Sure. I I like to tell people that maybe the second best guitar player that I know is also in with the first best guitar player in the <laughs> band. So 
uh, it, it's an, it, those two guys are pretty talented. There's no doubt about yeah. it. Yeah, they are. So how have you been? How's uh, home life going for you? You've been home for a while and you know, yeah. what's, what's been, uh, what's been going on, buddy? Um, so I, uh, yeah, I'm just chilling at home. I wake up, I eat the same thing every day. I play a little bit of bass guitar. I give a couple lessons here and there. Um, I've been playing the switch a lot. I play animal crossing Nice. and when it's nice out with the weather that we're having, uh, I will go for a bike ride and it's really nice. Nice. Yeah. You've been enjoying the time. Yeah, it's been nice. Uh, I've only had one day where I've been like, this sucks and, yeah. and don't know what to do or this and that. So, and that was kind of early on too. So really I've just been laying low and enjoying my time best I can. Yeah. How, how much do you miss playing in front of people? Um, yeah, it's, 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 um, I'm trying to think, cause you know, like we did the live streams and it was interesting cause I didn't hate it. I, I kind of enjoyed a little bit of that aspect because there was no, not necessarily pressure to do something, but it kind of was like we're, we're practicing and it, it felt not more natural, but like less, less of a need to like make sure everything's perfect or less of a need to showcase and more mm -hmm. of us kind of just jamming and like what we would do in practice. And it was nice, but you I'm know, sure, I'm sure that can be freeing. Yeah, exactly. Um, but also, you know, having people at a show, that is the energy. And that's right. That's what makes the show magical, really, you know, is sure. the audience giving us their energy and us giving them that energy and that toggle back and forth. And that's what makes live shows so amazing. So um, I'll just piggyback on that. From my point of view, I've certainly been at shows and I know the feeling in the audience, but I've never played in a band or had that experience. Mm -hmm. And I know what that feels like. So let's say that you just throw down an amazing show or an amazing jam and the crowd goes nuts. Like what does that feel like on stage? Uh, feels great. You know, it's nice. Cause, uh, I would say for me personally, I will always be a little nitpicky with my own playing. And I feel like probably most musicians are probably that same way. And when you do feel it, it feels really good. And when it, when you feel like you've definitely hit a home run, it's like, it's a great feeling. And sure. And likewise, like if the, if the, the audience is reciprocating that it's like, that's what it's about. Yeah. Do you, do you think that like when you, like when you say, when you've hit a home run, when you know that you're, playing has been great or whatever you're doing is it reflected in the crowd almost always or is there sometimes when you're like man i thought that was kind of good and the crowd's kind of lame or vice versa is there times when the crowd goes nuts and you're like ah, i wasn't that impressed with how i just played <laughs> uh, like is there ever a disconnect or is that usually go hand in hand or i feel like whatever disconnect there is it's usually just from myself really okay because i could come off a show and say like oh i don't really i didn't really enjoy the way that i played that set Mm -hmm. but it will come out on nugs or something and people will be like, this is one of the best sets I've ever heard them play. And it's like, mm. if you, if you take, if I take myself out of the equation and look at it arbitrarily, 
it's it's good it's fine but nice and that's something that i feel like we all kind of work on still is you know you could have a bad show but that doesn't mean the show was bad um, individually yeah exactly hmm. and it's, do you do, do you guys give criticism to each other like after you come off stage um do you say like you know you know mikey could have done this or you know is there any of that or when you walk off stage is it just kind of you're getting into making fun of each other like you normally do or uh yeah we don't really criticize each other off stage i feel like everyone like like we said everyone's so self-conscious about what they not self-conscious but you know everyone's so nit nitpicky sometimes perfectionist yeah exactly uh if there was anything that was wrong i don't care because yeah that's 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 the you know like if i did something wrong then i'm like oh man that's sure sure but if someone else did i'd be like you know what no one really cares and that's kind of the vibe that's the scene that we're in is like go for it yeah it doesn't work out it's still gonna be fine like 90 percent of the people aren't gonna notice that you hit uh you know something that doesn't belong there right or i mean just even the thrill of it on you know from my perspective is way more important sometimes than yeah what actually happens just to know that you're going in a direction that i've never been before that's the most important thing mm-hmm. yeah and that's what excites me as a as a listener yeah and I, so will you if dave rips a solo after will you go up and be like dave dude crushed it <laughs> Do you, is uh, there any of that or yeah there's that at times yeah where it's like wow that was nice and like sometimes it's not a lot i feel like most of the times we just go after the show and just kind of fucking with each other <laughs> you're talking about tiger king or yeah, whatever whatever yeah yeah <laughs> cool that's just kind of just a dynamic that i've i haven't really heard you guys talk about before that i was kind of interested in so mm-hmm. um so so what do you do? so you talked about what you're doing day to day you're playing some bass um you, the other day you posted some like kind of hip-hop beats and you were showing that off on facebook so have you been doing more of that and you know maybe talk about that a little bit uh yeah so that yeah i think i remember what you're talking about now that was kind of like a dancey dancey yeah. thing, right uh yep yeah I, I think all of us really work on stuff that not necessarily is aqueous you know mm-hmm. um and have our own interests and and stuff just to have and you know i feel like all of us are probably writing something every day like i know i'm trying to do something every day and it's just cool to to have an outlet and like if something is cool like i I really liked that whatever that was so it's just nice to solo over it i think that's something i'm trying to work on Um, yeah i I thought it was really really cool so thanks i I hope for more of that and and i think you guys have kind of I feel like that's made a more uh, it's been interjected into the band. Some of this hip hop and different beats in the last couple albums. And yeah, I've loved it. So I, yeah, cool. it's, it's fresh. It's different than what a lot of people are doing. And that's, that's awesome. So yeah, thanks. Sure. Um, so that's kind of interesting. So when you write a song, let's talk about this as we're kind of there. Mm-hmm. When you write a song, how does that, that start? Do you come up with a beat first? Do you come up with a baseline? Do you come up with lyrics first? How does that process work for you? For me personally, I would say I would come up with the chords first. Um, and and then, will you do that on bass or will you do that on piano or guitar? Or? I would I would put something down on like piano or your keyboard and it would be very simple. Uh, sure. not, not nothing crazy, but um, 
just something to lay out what I was thinking. Then I would probably put drums on it. Bass would probably be one of the last things that I put on it. Just, I don't I, I remember reading a snark or listening to Michael League of Snarky Puppy. And he said that he would always do the bass last. Because he's like, I got that. I, I can yeah. put bass on. I know what I want the bass to sound like. It's finding what everything else needs to be. That's so cool. I, I kind of mimic that in a bit. Uh, and so you, you'll write all the parts? Um, so with the last, so good days was the last one that I've wrote for the band and that one. Yeah. I kind of came to the band with most of everything thought out already. And that's kind of the way we've been going recently is kind of just full demos, uh, sent over and everyone look, hears it and adds what they want. But most of the parts are pretty much thought out and, and, and done. Um, so it's just on them, they learn it and they can interject whatever they want and encouraged because I mean, I want it to be a, a, a project that everyone wants to hear and work And they on. have to make it, each person's got to make it their own. Yeah. Got to have their voice to it. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, I would write lyrics last to kind of fit into it. And mm -hmm. then since I don't sing, I can send over lyrics or write a melody line with it. And then that kind of gets hashed out, which is nice. And then that's where Dave and Mike and Rob can kind of take the reins. Yeah. So do you not sing period ever? Uh, I don't really sing now. Actually, I'm you know, so with this time off, I'm trying to, I'm going to work on it. So we'll see what happens. Okay. I've just started. You got a voice, dude. I got to imagine you could find a little singing and I think people would love it. Hopefully. Yeah. I, I, I've just started by humming scales. That's what I've read or seen on YouTube to start with. Nice. Um, All right, I hope I would love to see you sing a song on yeah, stage. Yeah, I would too. I think it, would... It, it would be fun and and just I, but that's where the perfectionist thing comes in because you know I feel like <laughs> I a, understand a, a voice is so and Mike and Dave and Rob they all have great voices and it's great. Um, yeah, I because it's so hard and you can I... nitpick yourself all day too. It and I have to say Mike and Dave's voices have just they just keep getting stronger every time I hear them too. Yeah, so absolutely. I've been very impressed, especially with the last, uh, you know, four streams that you guys did. I was like, man, these guys sound incredible. Yeah. And dude, Dave on the super tramp. Holy cow. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Yeah. So that's cool. So, um, what, so you did good days, which I love by the way. Cool. And you. when you played it, when it was on the stream the other day in the middle of, you know, COVID, I'm like, man, this is like hitting me like, holy cow. It's crazy how this is the timing of this song right yeah. now, you know? That's perfect then. Yeah. Because I, I so, think the lyrics got written in January. So it wasn't, right. it was kind of, you know, I, so I, I'm, go ahead. Yeah, I, I was, I, I, when I wrote them, I was definitely seeing, you know, this was just starting to creep up. Sure. And, and everything that's kind of happened recently. It, it, not politically but in the world as general there's a lot of weird stuff happening and yeah you know there are good days ahead so that's yeah you know it's great and i love the beat and it's it's it i like how it fit where you played it in the set too like it was an it's a good it's a different song than you guys have yeah. i think 
um, which gives a, a nice variety for that set. And I, I really enjoyed that whole dynamic with that. So yeah, because so, I, I think as as a band as a whole, we're trying to write a little more uh, upbeat, not upbeat, but like you know, I feel like we have a lot of minor stuff up to this yeah. point, and to yeah. have a, a little bit of uh, happiness is nice too. Sure, it's worked for Twiddle. I can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> fish, I mean, fish too. I mean, fish is the same. Yeah, thing. fish has a lot of st- definitely, yeah. especially lately. Holy cow! Yeah. I mean, There's... I feel like anything they've written in the past five years is is all kinds of yes, a lot, a lot of happiness and souls, and yeah. yes, for sure. Uh, what other songs have you written? We'll kind of talk about that while we're here. Um, let's see. Uh, so origami, uh, way the word. I really like that one actually. Um, it's it's an amazing song. Thanks. I, I top to bottom. Yeah. Mike's vocals on that song. I like when I first heard it, I was blown away that he hadn't written it because mm-hmm. it fits in his wheelhouse for vocal range. Like yeah. unbelievably. So I told him that I'm like, Oh my God, dude, Mike, you sound so good that I can't believe you wrote this. And he's like, dude, Evan wrote this. Yeah. That's another one and... where it's like, I had, I had that song for a long time and I had to just kind of put pieces together and then, one day I just found it and it clicked and it was awesome. Like, I think uh, I needed that, that intro for a long time. And then I think I added the ending too. And it just, the ending it, is, it's, yeah, it's awesome. It feels was, really good. Um, oh, dude, it, it, that is universally loved by the fans for sure. Cool. Cool. That's nice to hear. But that's another one where it's like, I wrote the words and I just gave them to Mike and I didn't have a vocal line or anything. And he kind of did what he did with it. And it sounded, it, it came out amazing and it, yeah that's what's nice about sometimes you know that if i or if they write something or if i write something just a sesh a fresh set of ears and a different perspective can make something much better than just kind of hashing it out yourself sometimes sure so you got origami way of the word good days good days um mice that's an old one Oh, I did not know you wrote mice. Nice. That one got on the live stream. We were loving that. No, I wouldn't say not all of it, but like the the verse, chorus, most of it. I would say that would be attributed to me. Um, Let's see what else. Like Gordon's Mule was something that was me originally. Love Gordon's Mule. Nice. Um, I don't know. I feel like I nothing off the new album. Well, there's only four songs. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Let's see. Oh, nice. 2020. 2020, nice. Yep, 2020. I love 2020, man. Yeah. I remember you opening that at the Rochester show, and it was just freaking great. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, it's a... Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> You're good. Uh, Split the Difference. That's another one. Oh, yeah, yep. That's kind of that hip-hoppy vibe. Yep. Um, that one's dope. Yeah, I I, I enjoy the ones that I. Yeah, you do. That's a nice list you got, buddy. They're all. I feel like they're a little different than typical aqueous things, which kind of works. Yeah, for sure. So, um, next question is like, kind of a couple weeks ago, you did a Facebook live stream, mm-hmm. and it was kind of funny. So you're you've got a good sense of humor and you were on there just kind of answering questions and shooting the shit so how was that and uh you know you like doing that or is it crazy it was fun i i think that was 
So when I said I had one bad day, I was like, oh, I just need to do something. And I was like, okay, well, let's just live stream and see what happens. Because everyone, I feel like there was a million people live streaming music. Yeah. You know? And I was just excited to do something that was, like, I kind of felt bad. I was like, oh, I'm not going to play music, but I'll just kind of hang if anyone wants to hang. And it was cool. I had a blast. And I don't know, Mike was buttoning in with some interjections. <laughs> and we have a nice back and forth. No doubt. I I feel like he completely lives for that. Like that may be his favorite thing ever yeah. is to just be a, a wise ass. Sure. I feel like we're all kind of, well, maybe not Dave as much, but the rest the three of us can, can be wisecracks. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So how have, uh, we'll kind of segue from that. How have you and the band been staying in touch? You guys talk every day. Are you texting zoom? Um, not every day. Uh, we have a Slack that we, we talk through. Oh, uh, nice. And I, very adult of you guys with yeah, Slack. I know. Well, we did have a Facebook messenger group and that just was insane because yeah. it's just, it's too much. Um, so we have a Slack where everything's kind of labeled out and, and organized better. Okay. And that's nice because, you know, I remember just my my phone would ring for like a full day just from Facebook Messenger, and I'd be like, "This is crazy." <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, we do that. We did one Zoom meeting, uh, and then I've we've all been kept keeping in touch, text messaging and stuff, whatnot. Actually, I rode by Mike's house the other day and left him a threatening message. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. So everybody's doing pretty good. Yeah, I think everyone's doing good. Are you so? Are you, are you? Do you talk music nowadays, or are you just shooting the shit, making sure everybody's all right, or a little both, or a little bit of both? I've talked to Dave about kind of finances a little bit. We were going back and forth about um, unemployment and and how to do that because we're both kind of new on that. So yeah. we were doing that. Um, Mike and I have talked about some music and shooting the shit. Mm-hmm. Probably mostly just shooting the shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> And Rob, I talked to a little bit uh, to see what he was up to, and he's chilling, cooking, eating, and yeah. And uh, I would be fine quarantined with uh, with Rob with the way he cooks, man. I'd be yeah having great meals every night. No oh, man, yeah. He would uh, sometimes if we had an Airbnb on the road, he would cook like a family dinner for us, and it's always always really good. Yeah, that's cool. He doesn't look like he'd be a good cook, but man, he is. Yeah. He was, so, uh, he, he worked in restaurants forever. Yeah. So we'll kind of go, this is a question I had, um, kind of goes back in the day a little bit. So why don't you give us the history on you not wearing shoes on stage <laughs> and, uh, you know, what happened with that? You, I've seen shoes now. And so what was, what was the whole dynamic with no shoes and now their shoes and, you know, what's, what's up with all that? Yeah. Okay. So, um, I would say, actually, I feel like it first started in 2007. That's when we were still in high school. We, I think we played like this local, like, um, local TV channel broadcast thing. And I, and I think our drummer at the time in his basement, there are these really, really weird boots and we called them moon boots. (laughs) And I wish I, I, that video has to be around somewhere because we look so young and, you know, uh, f- frozen on stage. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I had these boots on, and I feel like the camera would pan to them, and they were so nasty and raggedy. <laughs> um, so I wore those for like a couple months. I didn't wear them for a long time. But I think after that, I started just going shoeless because it felt good, mm-hmm. just to be a little more comfortable. And then, um, you know, I feel like we all have a lot of pedals now, so uh, shoes are important. <laughs> Um, the pedals dictated the shoes. Yeah, and it's a little more professional. It's probably a lot more professional looking. And I hope, hopefully now, I think I have a decent shoe taste. So I hope now I have like, I went full circle from wearing these really nasty moon boots, quotations, whatever they were, to no shoes, to having at least a little shoe style. Okay. <laughs> I like that. That's full circle. You're just growing in so many different ways. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe I'll go back to moon boots and maybe that will be it. I think if you busted those out, that would be amazing, man. If I had them, (laughs) I have no, I, I, I really need to find this video. I don't know how to find it, but I'm sure maybe one of the other guys would know. Do you have shoes on now? No, no. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I didn't think you were that kind of freak, so. <laughs> I'm not a slipper person either. I don't really enjoy slippers. Yeah, they get so hot. Mm-hmm. My feet sweating them, so. Um, so what is your, all right, Let's. here's a question I had. What's your daily attire right now? So, yeah, I, yeah, that was what made me laugh when you were doing Dave's. Is He was like, yeah, I just wear jeans all the time. It's like, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's jeans the, and, a, and his beret <laughs> that's so dave though you know that's that's dave um i'm just wearing sweatpants i have uh i'm trying to layer up as much as possible for some reason i've been cold all the time i don't know why i can't warm up uh but i got wool socks on i got sweatpants i got a shirt and a patagonia fleece on oh nice yeah you are bundled up so i'm i'm trying to stay warm and how about so you said you eat, you mentioned earlier you eat the same thing for breakfast every day mm. what's that uh two eggs uh a bowl of greek yogurt was cinnamon. how do you how do you do the eggs uh scrambled scrambled okay scrambled eggs, yep uh, a bowl of greek yogurt with okay cinnamon maple syrup just a little bit of syrup because the greek yogurt is plain so it's yeah. a little bit of sugar uh granola and frozen blueberries and it's like one of my favorite I, I, wow. I love eating it that's <laughs> del- delicious and very healthy all right mm-hmm. so that's how you keep that incredible physique that you have yes exactly <laughs> do you so do you cook yeah dana and i both cook so i've worked in restaurants for basically the last forever as well um so yeah we both enjoy cooking and Dana has her recipes. She's really good at making um, pad thai, and it's really oh. good. Yeah. Oh, dude. It's, it's like one of my favorite things on planet Earth. I need to get some of that. It's awesome. We, uh, uh, we had like a – it wasn't a pad thai cook-off. It was supposedly that, but it ended up turning into just like a Asian food party with Sam, our TM, and a couple mm-hmm. of his roommates and his girlfriend, and it was awesome. We all nice. Made, someone made some coconut soup, some pad thai, some egg rolls. It was amazing. I want in on the next one of those. <laughs> I will pay for my admission if I have to. <laughs> Absolutely. 
<laughs> I love pad thai. Yeah, so we we do that a lot. We'll do a lot of stir fry stuff because I can do, I do stir fry. We do a lot of Indian as well. Um, nice. Have you ever had Annie's mac and cheese? No, oh, I don't know of that. It's it's like organic mac and cheese. Uh, it's amazing, and there's hmm. no other way to put it, but it's incredible. Nice. Is that something you buy in the store? Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. So we'll do that with like some. Uh, also, corn nuggets are a. Um, it's like chicken nuggets, but made with like fungus or mushroom protein or something, and they wow. actually taste really good. They don't. You won't taste. They don't taste like they're not chicken. So okay. Uh, that and veggies and Annie's, what a combo. <laughs> man, you got healthy living style, man. Yeah, we, we try, we, we don't, we, we pretty healthy, hopefully. And then, and then we also enjoy our sweets though. That's our downfall. Nice. We truly love sweets. As and do I. When Dan and I first started dating, she was a salt person. She liked savory things. And I feel like I've, I've, I've transformed her. Nice. So what's the sweets like after the healthy meal? Ice cream, chocolate, cake? Uh, it's gonna be like cookies or cake, yeah. Nice. Because we got we got into um, Great British Bake Off, and that show is just it, it was awesome to watch it. But basically, oh. everything that everyone is cooking is a, a a baking idea, and we don't do it as much anymore because I think we were doing it way too often. <laughs> <laughs> Every other night we're making cookies or like a pumpkin bread or something. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So in your downtime, well, you know, we've got a lot of downtime. So what have you been listening to? What are you, Have you been influenced by anything? Are you deep diving into anybody, uh, you know, any different artists that you've discovered? Let's talk about kind of what, uh, what you've been into for music because I know you listen to a lot of stuff. Yeah, um, so... So Dana and I do puzzles as well, and we do. Pu- it's called puzzles and a podcast, and uh, so we'll put I like a podcast, it. and we'll we'll listen to like TED Talks and Conan. Conan has a great one if you if you've never listened to it. I it's, do love Conan. Oh man, it's do you listen to his podcast at all? I have not, no, but I've been a fan of Conan like my whole life. So you, it's it's amazing. You would really enjoy okay. It. Um, there's an Office podcast as well, The Office. Um, mm-hmm. We do that. Music-wise, and then sometimes we'll play music too. Um, not too much new. I what did I? Ben Folds Five. I listened to the other day. Um, Mac Miller, his new album. I guess new now. Uh, I don't know Mac Miller. Oh man, he's he's really good. He he has like it's very emotional, hip hop. N- not soul, but almost soul in a way. It's not. Okay. It's like newer. I don't know. It's like jazz, hip hop with soulful lyrics. Uh, Sounds right up my alley. It's 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 very good, and it's unfortunate. So he passed away a couple years ago. So this album they just put out was like, um, kind of the album that you know, all yeah. stuff that wasn't near com- completed, but his producer finished it, and it's all really good. And, okay, uh, it hits home. It's it's uh, all right. I'll check it out. It's awesome. Uh, my last bike ride, I did, I did some cake, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. I haven't listened to them in a minute. Um, 
Erica Badu. For those of you who have never heard the Kekwia set, it is incredible. <laughs> that Just was fun. A little plug there. Oh my god, it was yeah. so great. It, their music you guys knocked those. Yeah. You guys knocked those out of the park. Any theme thing, the way that you interject it with your own stuff, they've all been fantastic. But that, yeah. I think that one might be my favorite. It was great. It was. It, I think at the time it was very left field too. I don't think, and I still, you know, no one really does cake stuff. I um, I don't hear anybody talk about cake, yeah. like any other artists and stuff like that. I've always been a huge fan. So yeah, I agree with you. It was a, like a different thing, but it was I, everybody loved it. Yeah, it, those songs are not. They're those songs are produced and and mixed very well and specifically too. Yeah. So, to recreate it, it actually took a, a little more time than I think we thought it was going to. So I think uh, it came out really good, though. I, I yeah. Enjoyed it. Uh, Weezer, I'm always listening to Weezer. Uh, did have you listened to the Radiohead streams that they've done? I have oh, absolutely. Uh, that first one, the the live from Dublin, or, or, or yes, Dublin, which is like peak of their. They were right in the middle of their height of their power. Yeah. That was amazing. Like I was watching it and I was like, wow, this is yeah. like raw and energy and yeah. Like the set list was just like yeah. everything I would ever want to hear in a radio. Yeah. Episode. So uh, that's, that's the thing is that time period. Like I said, like all of their best songs were coming right then. So like, that's what they played on stage. So, Oh man. Yeah. I, I, I think I even wrote it down cause I knew we were going to talk about it. I was like, idiotech, <laughs> paranoid Android, just everything in its yeah. right place. Optimistic. Yeah. Like, morning bell yeah they ended with like motion picture soundtrack and i was like oh my god like that's i've never seen radiohead and i'm like that's my bucket list band right now and i can't uh i hope to take you someday because it is it is pretty amazing yeah did you see uh well kind of a fun topic we'll just like we're spitballing here you see ed o'brien just said that how much fish influenced him i did see that yeah did you That's pretty to, did, exciting. I would love to see Radio do some jamming on stage. Did you uh, check out his new album? Yeah, it's fantastic. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I I, was, I I really liked it. I was very impressed. Yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, he's talented, man. He mm-hmm. really is. And I heard his live show was even even better. I didn't get to see it, really? but uh, I heard incredible things. Have you ever listened to like a, any uh, Johnny Greenwood stuff? Yes, this stuff is crazy. Well, he does so much, man. He is always writing and doing yeah. stuff. It's Everybody weird. wants to work with him because <laughs> yeah. he's like the most incredibly talented dude ever. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if it was I just picked something that was wrong or, or not wrong, but uh, a little more weirder. But I listened <laughs> to something and I was like, this is too weird for whatever yeah. I'm processing right now <laughs> oh yeah it's there's stuff that's on a whole nother level but yeah. he, he's done soundtracks for like different british stuff and mm-hmm. I mean, he's just like there the creativity from him is endless him yeah. and tom are just insane so that's why i was i didn't know what to expect really when uh ed o'brien said he was doing something because and then i was like wow this is awesome i no, his I, is I, yeah his is very that. accessible yep so that's good yep i've been Definitely doing a lot of Radiohead. The live streams have been cool. And, I would, you know, it's crazy to me. Like, every Radiohead lyric I listen to now feels like it was written for today. And that's right. just yeah. blows yeah. my mind. That's, to me, is really great. So songwriting, you can you can play it in any era and it, it hits yeah. home to you. It's, it's timeless. Yeah. So I think that's, that's what good. you said about, uh, from Dave's last one again, uh, you talked about the new Fish album. Yeah. Yeah. 
how it just it feels way. like it was written yesterday. Yeah. It's that's good songwriting. I mean, it, it, you hit themes, you hit th- emotions, mm-hmm. and that stuff never changes. That's that's throughout human history, so. Mm-hmm. That's that's the goal of music really is like if you can make something that's emotional and and hits home, like that's you've won. Yeah. Like that's what you're looking for. So, anything else you listen to or um I checked out uh so in Animal Crossing there's this guy named KK Slay and I've been torturing Dana with his music. It's basically like 8-bit weird stuff. Oh, uh, okay. Hilarious. Um uh I was playing some um 2000s uh pop punk the other day on bass. That's fun. Okay. <laughs> um Let's see. No new Fiona Apple came out, which is awesome. I love Fiona Apple. I've heard it's great. I have yet to check it out, but I was I've heard people raving about it. It's it's solid. I mean, it's good. But okay. you know, like the the first two albums she has, I feel like are masterpieces. Yeah. Um Theo Katzman, if you listen to him. Mm-hmm. He's the one guy from Both Pack. He has an album that's really, really good. Hmm. Little Poppy. Uh, Vampire Weekend, I'm always listening to. Nice. Uh, Ratatat, it's kind of LCD sound system-ish. Okay. Um, Dirty Projectors, that's a new br- newer band that I saw, um, or listened to. Uh, I'll, I'll listen, or I'll watch uh, the NPR Tiny Desks. Yep. And basically, if they're on Tiny Desk, I almost feel like I have to check that band out. Mm-hmm. And... Dirty Projectors was one of those bands, and they're they're really cool. It's kind of like acoustic-y, but not dubstep-y, but with like modern sounds. Hmm. It's it's. it's I don't know them either. That's interesting. It's interesting, and and like he's also got very good lyrics, very unique style. Cool. Um. Yeah. That's always part. always looking for something. That's. That's definitely a good list, man. I I always like your recommendations. So, so yeah. let's um we'll get into. So let's talk about, let's talk about the weight of the word jam, um oh, because right. I thought it was incredible. And but we'll talk about both those sets. So you you were in Nogel's basement, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, and. Did you go in just planning to jam way to the word for an hour or did it just happen or how did that all like take place? So we knew that we were going to do, uh, we just said that we we're going to do a, an hour long set of one song. We just didn't know we had, we narrowed it down to three songs. Can um, I ask what the other two were? Um, way of the word. I'm trying to boom, don't, don't. Do, 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 do. Uh, what is that song? I don't know. Some of the ones that people were saying online were like, "Okay, it's it's obvious that these ones could be, could go there." Okay. Uh, wow, I'm blanking. If it comes to you, no worries. I uh. <laughs> so all yeah. right, so yeah. you sat down, you picked away to the word, and you just like we're gonna go just jam it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And we we just said like uh. We want to come back to the end part at the end, and whatever happens in the middle happens. Did you do just one take? Yeah. And yeah. what did you think? Uh, I enjoyed it. I had fun. I was using Nogle's uh, 73 jazz bass for that set. Uh, it's a four-string. 
and I had a blast playing it. And it's yeah. it feels great. And I felt like I play a little bit differently on a four string. So yeah. I had I had a lot of fun doing it. Nice. And what what do you think the sound difference with that is than your normal bass? Um maybe I don't know if it's as as bright. And you know, um having the fifth string is is nice, but sometimes it can be a crutch, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so having less strings kind of not necessarily makes you more creative, but you just picture things differently, think of things differently. So it's it's nice to kind of get out. It's not outside my comfort zone, but it's just a different approach, you know. So I when guess. you when you um when you're doing a jam that's an hour long. Mm-hmm. In the and when you're going through it, are you thinking about, you know, what everybody else is doing, where you need to be, where you need to go, you know, if you really like a section, are you trying to just keep on the same baseline, or is your mind just completely blank through most of it, and you just kind of it's all feel, or how does that, from your perspective, when you're going through that whole hour, what's yeah. going on through your your, so your I, head? I think for the bass, um, I'm generally gonna. I want to let things ride a little bit and groove. And then once those, once that runs its course, however long that is, then I'll start moving around a little bit and, and change chords. And then we can all kind of follow, not follow that, but just change it a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, so yeah, I think all of us are consciously enjoying what we're doing, but also thinking about what's next. Mm-hmm. And and moving with each other to kind of get to that next point or and then also i think we did two or we did the song jam back into the song jam back into the song so we had we knew where we had to go so that was nice um so that that's why it was kind of cool just kind of like let parts breathe that usually don't breathe in that Mm -hmm. song so that's it yeah and it's kind of no god it's nice to have that creative because like sometimes you can get stuck in this is the part where we jam, you know? Yes. And yes. everyone sees that coming. So this was nice because it was different areas, different parts of the song. So it's all new to us and fresh. So from my perspective, I had a pretty long conversation with Mike after the set and I kind of gave him my thoughts and we were going back and forth. And I will say to you, that one of the things I really loved about it is I thought that you didn't move too quickly. Yeah. I thought each each jam section was really thought out and you really explored it. Mm-hmm. And so that's a credit to you. And that's something I, I, I hope you continue to do more so. It's It was great. I mean, each section had like a good six, seven minute groove. Yeah. And on the listener perspective, you know, if I'm at a show or even if I'm at home, like it takes me a couple of minutes to understand what's coming toward me and mm-hmm. find my groove to dance to or to groove with so if yeah. you move too quickly you you know i can't i'm just getting into it and then all oh. of a sudden i got to figure out the next thing so like what i thought about that set was was incredible was i was i mean i'm grooving and that's if it goes long enough there gets to a point where i'm like fuck yeah this is awesome absolutely and I, and i thought that you guys did an incredible job with that and i actually think the whole four sets that you did was all really good job with really letting it run its course and not moving too quickly yeah i think that's that's kind of what was cool you know not about having people there is that 
not that we weren't not that we're not comfortable with people in the crowd but it right. was it was like a jam session yeah less than a show and that that's like when we jam in in at practice sometimes that's different than a show because we have to not that we have to but you know it's a show you have to do something correct if, if it's at practice we can just kind of groove like you're like you're saying find you can find it and yeah. groove and you can let it things ride a little bit longer um and that's what's that's what's that's why you liked it yeah proven. yeah yeah i did i i i mean i really liked it i've listened like 10 times so <laughs> uh yeah it's great so that's that's cool i like to get a little thoughts on how that was going um i thought all four shows were, were fantastic all in their own right so cool yeah that, so, I mean, i've had fun doing it yeah um will we see more or is that up in the air or? i think right now um there will be more i think tonight we're doing we're streaming on facebook um the the first one that we did from rochester that whole the show anthology is, yep that whole show is getting streamed tonight yep um but yeah i think we will it's just you know the current climate that we live in is restrictive it, it is what it is exactly um, yeah. So do you, is there kind of plans for Aqueous or it's just kind of play it by year right now? Or, you know, what right, do you think? Right now it's kind of play it by year and see what happens. Um, Cause uh, yeah, I don't know the, the whole industry, the whole music community is kind of um, up in the air a little bit. So I saw, I, I saw our good buddy Josh who runs Ironworks turn it into a movie theater the other day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I know, you know, he has this awesome spot and I, everyone misses what they were doing, you know? Yeah. So any, any reason to get to do that again is, is, a, is something to be fun and have fun with. Yeah. Have you talked to anybody else in, in the biz? Uh, any of your music friends or anything there? Um, not necessarily, not too much. Uh, I, I, I've worked, or not worked, but uh, me and uh, a guy from Functional Flow, Joey Lewis, shared a couple songs back and forth, and that, that was fun. Yeah. Um, I've no goal every now and then, but not too much. Yeah. So, anything else that's going on, or anything you wanted to bring up as we're kind of going through here? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm... I got nothing that's crazy. I, I mean, my my days are almost the same. It's Groundhog Day every day. <laughs> Just eating the granola and the yeah. uh, Greek yogurt and Switch. not wearing not wearing jeans. Not wearing jeans. I Dana wore jeans, not jeans, but she wore like regular pants the first couple days, maybe week, and I would make fun of her every day. So I'd be like, "Where are you going? Like, why why you got jeans on?" Yeah, oh, I'm I'm working. <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> So that's, that's good, man. It's good to catch up and, and get a little perspective on, you know, what's going on with you and everything. So, uh, unless you got any questions for me or anything, mm, what are you listening to? What am I listening to? I am listening to so much stuff, man. Um, let's see here. Let me click over here onto my list. Um, do you do any, po do you do podcasts? I do the fish podcast, the daily okay. sound check. Uh, and then this one. So, oh, do I listen to? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I listen to, uh, yeah, I listen to a bunch. What is the, uh, Radio Lab is my favorite podcast. Uh, uh, I love it's Radio like Lab. 
Radiolab is incredible. Yeah. I've, I, I've had 20 episodes probably by them when it finished. I just sat there with my mouth open. And sure. they actually have an episode about triage when the levees broke in New Orleans and how fucked the hospitals were. Mm-hmm. And basically deciding who got treatment. And it's so applicable to today. And I'm not, if you're squeamish at the heart, do not yeah. listen to it. But if oh, you, no. it is one of the most insane things I've ever listened to. And I got hooked to Radio Lab. Radio Lab does a great job of that, of like making, like they hook you into the story and they make it heartfelt. It's, it's, oh, they have almost, so many yeah. great ones. There's one with um, like, uh, like fentanyl and, how it would get into people's skin so that yes i I know exactly the one you're talking about oh dude that one's insane yeah dana and i were we went to uh california last year and we listened to that one while driving through uh big sur and it was it was it was awesome Uh, it's it's an it's a crazy story though like for anyone listening to this like listen to radio lab because i feel like they give you um different political uh landscapes to kind of wonder about you know? There was a really good one they did about um, who actually is in charge of sending nukes. Mm-hmm. I yep. don't know if you heard that one. That one's Absolutely. insane. Oh, my God. It's to... basically like lawyers. Lawyers are on the floor. It's not even really the president. And there's no real check on the president either. He can yep. really just push it. Yeah. And it's nuts. That one, you know, crazy. So I love them. I do a lot of like I try to keep up. So, you know, this and my other podcasts are in Osiris. So all the music ones. I've gotten really good friends with all those guys. So I try to keep up with them. One of my favorites is Beyond the Pond. Um, I've been on that. I did a Radiohead episode with them that was like three hours long. We covered every single album ever. And it was the most fun I ever had talking about anything. And they do it. So their podcast is about basically they take fish jams and they say that fish fans are a pain in the ass because all they do is listen to fish. So they try to steer you to other things. So I've learned about so many different artists. So they take like a a clip of a fish jam and they're like, if you like this, you should check out these bands. And it's really awesome. They do an awesome, awesome job. And they're really good dudes. And I've come across like crazy, crazy good bands from them. So I have just followed it. Yeah, you you will love it, dude. It's fantastic. They do a great job. That's awesome. So I like theirs and I keep up with uh, Tom Marshall's Under the Scales is really good. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's, I try to, I get different things here and there. And, um, I do a little Joe Rogan. Some of his, I really like some of them. I don't love, but yeah. some of them are awesome. Yeah. He gets really good guys. So yeah, they're enjoyable. I yeah. feel like, yeah, it's time and place for Joe Rogan stuff for me. The jam base one is excellent. Of course. Cause those guys are incredible. Like they have some great artists on there and I like those and I like, you know, I try it. it for music, I I find like there's people that I like listening to, and I'll just check out different podcasts that have them on. Like mm-hmm. O'Teal is insane, good interviews, like the coolest dude ever. Yeah, he I just like love him. listening to him. He's like spiritual and yeah. so smart and such a good dude. And he's a great player. He's like one of my favorites. Oh, uh, he's, he's, he's fucking amazing. incredible, dude. I I went I saw him play with J Rad at Red Rocks, and it, he was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Yeah. He's he's really good, really really good, yeah. and, and it's and you can you can feel what he's playing. That's that's what that's he what also like has the coolest stage presence ever. Like <laughs> yeah. he feels like he he could kick your ass, but he's like hippie looking. Yeah, 
like he's just cool with the bass in his hand. Yeah, he always looks like he's having a lot of fun too. Yeah, you know? he is for sure. And he's like, I feel like he's so good, and it, it, he makes it look effortless. And hey, there's a bass player that didn't sing forever, and when he sang for Dead and Company, everyone went nuts. So that's <laughs> there. There's the model for you, buddy. Yeah, exactly. So we'll just put you in crowds the size of Dead and Company and let you sing in front of them. I'm good. I got that. <laughs> It was don't do it. I just remembered. It was don't do it. Oh, that yeah. Don't so, do don't do it is fucking that one amazing. Could, could clearly go off. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that would that would definitely be great. I've been on musical. I've been checking out. Uh, I've been into Yolo Tango a, a lot more uh-huh. lately. Nice. Um, I talked about this guy Junius Mavon, um, who's an uh, Icelandic singer. Oh, right, right, right. And he's fucking incredible. And I've been like going crazy crazy with it Anna ash is somebody i've been checking out lately that i love um those are kind of my new ones lately um uh sean Rowe, if you want to check out one of the coolest voices ever he's from troy new york mm-hmm. and he has this raspy beardy like soft voice that is so unmistakable and he's so cool so that that's sean the Rowe. dude sean Rowe, s-e-a-n-r-o-w-e check him out i'll send you a couple songs like he has like a lot of slower stuff but he has a couple like upbeat tunes and those tunes i'm obsessed with he's been doing tons of live streams in his house and he's he's just incredible yeah just a unique voice raspy and big like he sounds like he's singing like in the middle of the mountains while fighting a bear and drinking (laughs) coffee and wow like i'm all about that so (laughs) yeah that's that's quite a you need he needs to get you on your PR team. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm here for. So yeah, it's been good, man. Good catching up with you, and I'm sure we'll do it again soon. And take care of yourself and Dana, and I uh, hope all is well, man. Absolutely, I had fun doing it. Thank you, and uh, back to you. Enjoy enjoy country living and taking it easy. The next yeah, man. Months. Sounds good. Thanks everybody for checking us out. Hey there, this is Mike Ganser of Aqueous, letting you know All In with Aqueous is part of the Osiris Network. Osiris connects you with podcasts, videos, and live experiences about the artists and topics you love. Visit OsirisPod.com to check out our shows. Osiris works in partnership with Jambase, which connects music fans with the music they love and empowers them to go see live music. Check them out at Jambase.com.